2023 news headlines affirm that hundreds of prophecies written in the Bible centuries ago have been fulfilled already or are in the progress of happening right now. Well, we're going to analyze these headlines and discuss prophesied events that you should be watching for in 2024 on this special edition of The End Time Show. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of The End Time Show. Now, I know that this is our last show of this year, and so uh, I wanted to make it a special program for you today. I, wanted, I want you to know that we pray for all of you often, and that we're looking forward to some great things to happen in 2024. Yes, it does appear that some ominous things will happen, but the thing is, is that even in the midst of all this chaos and turmoil, it doesn't mean we can't have revival and walk being led by the Spirit of God. So, before we get into some of the more apocalyptic headlines, I do have one story that I do not want us to forget about in 2023. Romans chapter 5, verse 20 says, But where sin did abound i.e. the United States, the Bible says grace did much more abound. So in the midst of all the chaos that 2023 seemingly threw at us, we can still have revival. Remember the two-week-long student-led revival in, at the Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky back in February of this year. University leaders say that the phenomenon started when some students that stayed late after a chapel service on February 8th, they were just staying to continue singing and praying, and they didn't leave. And then other students joined them, and over the next several days, that stretched into a week, and then it went into a second week. And by the time the university leaders concluded the gathering, an estimated 50,000 students and visitors had come to the campus to pray. That was told by Kevin Brown, the Asbury's president. And I had friends that went from all over the United States to go there and to pray with people and to help baptize people. The outpouring attracted students from more than 260 different colleges and universities. Many were drawn by social media live streams and posts and similar prayer services cropped up at other Christian universities, including uh, Lee University down to Tennessee, Cedarville University in uh, Ohio, and Samford University in Alabama. So I'm here to tell you, I am going to get into some ominous apocalyptic type stuff here uh, looking into 2024. But the thing is, don't ever take God out of the equation. I know I say that all the time, but there are a lot of people that do that. And so, yes, there are some things that are coming in the near future, but in the midst of that, where sin doth abound, grace did much more abound. So don't take God out of the equation. God's always on the scene, and in the midst of all this chaos and turmoil, we can still have a great end-time revival. And the Bible actually prophesies that in Revelation chapter 7. Revelation 7 is the revival chapter. I've heard, actually heard people say, 
There's no prophecies in the Bible for a great end time revival. I don't know necessarily what Bible they're reading, but in Revelation chapter 7, that's all about great end time revival. And so, very important that we talk about that before we get into some of these other prophecies, right? First, let me mention a word from one of our sponsors, First Cup Coffee. You know, you can imagine, to keep up with all of this, we essentially work around the clock. Many of us worked over the last few days to try to keep up with everything. And yes, we are energized and motivated by our God-given purpose. Many great things. We've got a lot of great opportunities coming in 2024. I'll tell you that, and we, you'll be learning about them as we go along. But it also helps to be fueled with First Cup Coffee. I just got a new uh, box upstairs of my pods today for my Keurig, and it was pretty awesome. So First Cup Coffee, and this is very important. They're not a woke company. They, they're not trying to rewrite our history or lobby to defund our military or anything, that kind of stuff. They're Christian patriots. They're out of the great state of Texas, and they've got um, many different roasts that you can choose from. They're all named after this specific of a piece of American history. It's pretty cool. So go to firstcup.com, use code ENDTIME to get 10% off. If you subscribe, they'll give you another 10% off. So go to firstcup.com, use code ENDTIME to get 10% off today. Now, let's get off into some of these apocalyptic um, type situation uh, prophecies that happened in 2023, and then we're going to look at what know what to look for, because going through these, you can see kind of the continuation of some of them into 2024. John 13, 19, Jesus said, Now I tell you before it comes to pass, that when it comes to pass, you may believe that I am He. Prophecy builds faith in the Word of God. Well, the Bible prophesies that just prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ, a global identification system is going to be established. A peace agreement between Israel and the Palestinians will be recognized by the international community. A war will emanate out of the Euphrates River region that will destroy one-third of, of the Earth's population. The sin of homosexuality will be just as prevalent as in Sodom and Gomorrah. These are going to be the last days. A one-world government will be established, and all faiths will unite to form a one-world religion. Well, everybody, all six of these Bible prophecies were in the headlines in 2023. And an overwhelming amount of end-time Bible prophecy has already occurred. And it leave, it's leaving us with only a few to be fulfilled before the soon return of Jesus Christ and the Battle of Armageddon. And understanding these prophecies allows us to pinpoint our, um, our status on this sequence of end-time events, or a, a prophetic timeline, if you will. And once we know where we are, then it becomes easy to know what to watch for in the very near future, because you, you, uh, you can understand what the few prophecies are that are left before the second coming in the Battle of Armageddon. So, think of it. Political agendas. All things we've watched during this whole year. Political agendas. Um, military conflicts. Religious affiliations. Peace efforts. Power struggles. Global leadership positions. They can all shift without notice, right? What, just when you think you got it all figured out, saying shift tomorrow and we're headed in another direction. That's why I like prophecy, because the prophecies never change. The players and the, the circumstances do, but the prophecies are always come to pass. And this is also why a comprehensive understanding of each prophecy is of utmost importance. 
because that will allow us to accurately track the fulfillment of prophecy, regardless of the, the, um, the twists and turns that occur on a daily basis. Throughout 2024, we are going to watch the ongoing fulfillment of these prophecies, and it, it's even possible that one or two of them will commence or could actually come to pass over the next 12 months. So it's certainly something that we should be watching for, right? Okay, so let's get started here. Before we do, let me mention another uh, sponsor very quickly, Birch Gold. You know, uh, we're going to be going through world government here in a minute, but these world government enthusiasts, they're trying to impose these digital currencies, we'll be talking about that, and digital IDs on the populations of the world. And these CBDCs and all these different things, they could allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products, freeze or even seize part of all of your money. And, you know, in essence, it, it enables a central bank to have more control over your finances. So there are some concerned Americans that are diversifying their assets into physical gold with the help of Birch Gold. If you want a, a physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, go to birchgold.com slash endtime to get your free info kit in gold. If you've got a, um, like an IRA or a 401k from, uh, that's just been laying around for a while gathering dust, Birch Gold can help you convert that into an IRA in gold. You don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. So go to birchgold.com slash endtime, claim your free info kit on gold because if all of this digital currency stuff comes to fruition, like they are just driving and driving every day to make happen, then you may wish you had some gold to fall back on. Okay, let's get started into some of these prophecies. Middle East peace agreement. The Bible says in Daniel 9.27, And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. In the midst of that week, it's a seven-year period, he, the Antichrist, shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease, for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation, and that determined shall be poured out upon the desolate. It's, it's Daniel 9.27, and that, this is referring to Daniel's 70th week. Okay? So, all of the rest of Daniel's 490-year prophecy, that's already been fulfilled. All that's left is a seven-year, the seven years of that 490 years. And... We're watching for that final seven years to occur, to begin in just the very near future. Daniel 9.27 prophesies the Antichrist will participate in a peace agreement between Israelis and Palestinians. And I heard somebody say lately, well, the Bible, said, the Bible doesn't say anywhere that it has to do with the Israelis and the Palestinians. Well, look at Daniel 9.24. The Bible says that, Daniel, 70 weeks are de de determined upon thy people and the holy city. It's specifically talking about that region right there, not a, 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 a seven-year climate agreement or anything like that. It specifically is referring to Daniel's people and that region when it talks about the holy city, Jerusalem. So this agreement is going to confirm Israel's right to exist in the Holy Land and will create a Palestinian state in the West Bank region or uh, biblical Judea and will place the Temple Mount under a sharing arrangement between Muslims and Jews. And the conclusion of this agreement will mark the beginning of the final seven years to the Battle of Armageddon and the second coming of Jesus Christ. 
Well, remember, I said it's going to, uh, it will uh, allow the Temple Mount to be placed under a sharing arrangement, Revelation 11, 1 and 2. Well, in June, Likud lawmaker Amit Halevi, he proposed a plan to divide Jerusalem's Temple Mount between Muslims and Jews. It's, it's unheard of. Imagine King David saying, well, uh, Goliath, we'll, we'll create some kind of a sharing arrangement between my, my kingdom and, and your people. No way, that would never have happened. But it's going to happen in the very near future, even though it seems impossible. Well, Halevi actually proposed this in June of this year, uh, sharing the Temple Mount between Muslims and Jews, and he was aiming to remove Jordan's custodial status over the holy site, the Muslim Waqf, W-A-Q-F. Under Halevi's plan, Muslims would control the southern end, housing the Al-Aqsa Mosque, while Jews would receive the central and the northern area where the Dome of the Rock is situated. Halevi justified the proposal on religious grounds, emphasizing the significance of the Temple Mount in Judaism. And he also advocated ending Israel's agreement with the Jordan Walk, granting Jews equal access to the Temple Mount. So here you have somebody proposing, folks, what was prophesied 2,000 years ago, that the Temple Mount will be placed under a sharing arrangement. You say, how in the world did John know that this guy named Halevi, a member of the Knesset, would propose this 2,000 years in the future? Only because God knows the end from the beginning. And John was just writing in the book of Revelation what God told him to write. So, that's why the prophecies always come to pass. You don't have to worry if one of the prophecies, let me see, will one of the prophecies in the Bible ever not come to pass? Yes, they all will all come to pass, period. There's not going to be one that does not come to pass. You can take that to the bank, bank your eternal salvation on it. The Word of God is forever settled in heaven. If God says it, that's what's going to happen. So, now here we got, have a guy proposing something 2,000 years after it was prophesied, and it's going to come to pass in the near future. Back in September, a foreign ministers uh, from the countries of Europe and the Middle East, they met on the sidelines of the UN General Assembly to reveal a new initiative aimed at reviving the long-dormant Israeli-Palestinian peace process. The meeting was organized in by Saudi Arabia, the Arab League, and the European Union with Jordan and Egyptian participation. The international community wants to drive Israel and the Palestinians and force them to sign a peace agreement. You follow your news very closely. This is what's happening right now. Um, Prime Minister Netanyahu, he told the UN General Assembly back in September that uh, the Israel was at the cusp of a historic breakthrough leading to a peace agreement with Saudi Arabia. And he also said, when the Palestinians see that most of the Arab world has reconciled itself to the Jewish state, then they too will be more likely to abandon the fantasy of destroying Israel and finally embrace a path of genuine peace with Israel. So the plan seemed to be working until the outbreak of the Israel-Hamas conflict propelled the region into this great chaos back on October 7th. And according to Joel 3, verses 1 and 2, the Lord will judge the nations who parted my land. Well, you understand that one of the main reasons that Hamas attacked Israel on October 7th 
many people are speculating that it was to stop the Saudi Arabia-Israel normalization deal, okay? Because Netanyahu was talking about this in September, and on October 7th is when Hamas invaded. And now that Israel has been hammering Hamas since then, and Gaza, on December 13th, President Joe Biden expressed concerns about Israel's diminishing global support in its conflict for with Hamas, and Biden urged Israel Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to, here's your solution, Netanyahu, you must embrace the two-state solution. The president emphasized the need for Israel to address the Palestinian issue and make strategic moves to strengthen and change its approach. So the international community is staring at Israel saying, you've got to stop bombing Hamas and you need to sign a two-state solution. That is one of the characteristics to the prophesied agreement all the way back in Daniel 9.27 and other places, biblical characteristics of that peace agreement that was prophesied when uh, Daniel was in Babylonian captivity 2,500 years ago, everybody. And now here we have, we're staring the scenario right in the face. And you say, well, Dave, they proposed that for several years now. Absolutely. But still, in the grand scheme of things, it's a 2,500-year-old prophecy. And in the little short few decades that they proposed it, it's going to come to pass in the very near future, folks. You can see it. You follow this stuff. The world, the international community is pressuring, pressuring, pressuring. And it looks like what's going to happen is that a world war is going to break out. And I'm speculating here because I can't prove which one happens first. It looks to me like a World War III is going to break out. And on the heels of that, Israel and the Palestinians are going to sign a peace agreement uh, because the international community is going to say, you guys are going to sign one whether you like to or not. And on the heels of the World War III, it looks like Israel will say, okay, we got to get something done here. We got to stem, we got to stop conflict on the earth. The problem is it's going to be a temporary solution. Israel's never going to give up Jerusalem and it's going to end up in the Battle of Armageddon. Okay? So, I'm, I know I'm moving quickly here, but this is a very important uh, lesson. The 2023 prophecies moving into 2024. The next one's going to be a one world religion. Let me mention my final sponsor here very quickly, um, Ready Pantry. You know, as Americans, we want to believe that the grocery stores are always going to be there. And there's always going to be food, right? But we've seen over the past few years, the supply chain chains can quickly collapse. Food supplies could diminish, especially what's going on with all of this cop stuff and they want to control all of our food, right? So we've got to do the best we can to prepare mentally, physically, and spiritually for the times just ahead. I mean, what if there was a way that you could have an affordable, you know, a stash of emergency food? Well, there is. ReadyPantry.com slash end time, they offer amazing 25 years shelf-stable food, and it, it just gives you a peace of mind uh, getting to know that you have an emergency supply of food ready for anything. Uh, a power outage, a hurricane, grid collapses, even war. I mean, the list goes on and on. Ready Pantry is an American-based company. All the products are sourced right here in America, and there's many long-term food storage companies on the internet and they're selling products that have been sitting on their warehouse shelves for years. But Ready Pantry doesn't do that. They deliver the finest, freshest food in just a couple, that's packaged a couple months. And that, that's what's delivered to your door. 
And Ready Pantry offers discounts up to 20% off for three to 12 month supplies. Go to readypantry.com slash endtime, use code endtime to save an additional 10% off. You don't ever pay shipping on any of your orders. And you can also stock your pantry with buy now, pay later options available at checkout by going to readypantry.com slash endtime. Okay, one world religion. Let's keep moving here because I got a lot, of, a lot of ground to cover. So the prophecy uh, found in Revelation 13, the Bible says, and he, this will be the false prophet, he exercises all the power of the Antichrist, the world government before him, and he causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed, and he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire. Now this is going to be the false prophet, a religious leader in the near future. He's going to make fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Many people will just be wowed by this demonic miracle. And the Bible says he's going to deceive them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. You're not going to have a miracle happen from God that's going to deceive people. Okay? That's not why God does miracles. But Satan does miracles to deceive people. Satan has the ability to do miracles. Remember the the magicians back in Pharaoh's day, when they cast their staves down, they turned into snakes as well. That was not a godly miracle. So, the Bible says he's going to say to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast which should, uh, was wounded by a sword and did live, this world-governing body in the Antichrist. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak, and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast, that they should be killed. That's Revelation 13, uh, verses 12 through 15. So we're watching this happening right now. It's almost unthinkable that somebody who calls themselves a religious figure would put people to death in the very near future, in the name of Christianity even, or in the name of religion. We're going to put you to death. But the Bible says that's exactly what the goal of the false prophet will be to do. So these interfaith, how's that come to 2023? Well, interfaith activities and world religion initiatives, they continued in 2023. We're watching the ongoing fulfillment of a world religion to set the stage for the international religious community to come together into a more tolerant, um, socially conscious society. You gotta be socially conscious nowadays. Uh, move off of the truth even if you need to, but you got to be socially conscious. If somebody wants to, uh, if a man wants to transition to a woman, then you've got to be socially conscious and recognize that as the real thing. And that now the guy's really a woman, right? Even though it's diametrically opposed to the Word of God. God created a male and a female, that's it. it you can cut yourself up, you can do whatever, have all kinds of surgeries, but it doesn't change the fact that God created your DNA to be a man and your DNA to be a woman, okay? Now, I mean, I'm not a biologist, but I can define a woman. So, this kind of society will be primed to welcome a charismatic religious leader, the false prophet, who will usher the world into the arms of the Antichrist. And we're watching this happen. We watched it happen for many years now, including in 2023, something we certainly need to be watching for in 2024, because you do not want to be a part of this in the end time. 
World Economic Forum and uh, World Economic Forum advisor, um, he said, "Hey, the 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 AI is going to be able to create a Bible and deep fake religion." Think about this. The World Economic Forum advisor, his name is Yuval Noah Harari. In April, he declared that he foresees artificial intelligence rewriting the Bible and the formation of a deep fake religion so powerful that humans will not be able to detect that it isn't real. Now that's something, you better know your Bible, you better know what's coming down the pike because if you don't, the Bible says that individuals that add to or take away from the Word of God, God's going to take their name out of the Lamb's Book of Life. The curses of the book of Revelation will be added to those individuals. That's something you absolutely cannot do. You do not mess with the Word of God because you'll send people to hell doing that. And also, now this happened during this last year, you guys. Artificial intelligence delivers a sermon to a packed church. People actually sat and listened to this thing preach. Hundreds attended a Protestant church back in June in Germany. And it was generated uh, almost entirely by artificial intelligence. And there was a sermon presented by an AI chatbot, ChatGPT. The chatbot, which presented itself as a video of a, a man with a beard above the altar of St. Paul's Church in Firth, Bavaria, he told the packed congregation not to fear death. This was according to the Associated Press. And people just mesmerized by this fake artificial intelligent being that was preaching to them in this church service. Now this is 2023, you guys. Earlier this month in December, Pope Francis signed the Abu Dhabi Interfaith Statement at, for COP28, an interfaith statement addressing... Now th what we're watching here is we're watching religions being weaponized to push global governing uh, fake agendas. Propaganda. This is what's happening. The Pope signed this document at the um, interfaith statement addressing the climate change during the United Nations Climate Summit in Dubai, and he called on decision makers at COP28 to take urgent transformative action to address climate change, advocating for measures such as fast-tracking energy transitions, a, a, a just transition away from fossil fuels. You got churches that are signing documents to move the world away from fossil fuels. It's totally propaganda. Sustainable agriculture, accountability mechanisms for global climate goals. Folks, this is not the role of the church. The role of the church is to seek and save that which is lost, to go into all the world, teach and preach the kingdom of God, to make disciples, baptize them, and to teach the things that God commanded them. That's the role of the church to be a hospital for those that are hurting, not to go out and push climate change goals. Come on. These are the things we need to watch for going into 2024 because many people are being led astray by all of this stuff. We don't want to do that. Of the End Time Show, you're getting early access to Christmas deals starting right now. Do you remember that feeling you had as a kid during the holidays? What experiences and gifts would you receive this year? Well, the atmosphere at End Time is nearly the same. We're excited because these deals are now available through the end of 2023. Why are we so thrilled? Because we know these resources transform lives 
And that's even more fun than Christmas, especially in these tough times. For the remainder of 2023, you can get deals like a special VIP group video call with Dave Robbins when you get Understanding the End Time. End Time Plus subscription for 50% off, or my personal favorite, a $10 and under sale for almost 100 different products featuring Irvin Baxter, Dave Robbins, and more. Go to endtime.com slash deals for a full catalog of items. You can also call 800-END-TIME. Hurry, supplies are limited. Go to endtime.com slash deals today. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. So this statement that these interfaith uh, religious leaders signed, it was part of an inaugural COP faith pavilion focused on engaging faith communities in environmental efforts. So in essence, this is the religions of the world pushing the sustainable development goals or the United Nations socialistic blueprint to govern the planet. According to the United Nations website, it says this, and I'm quoting here, Faith-based organizations and religious leaders are an important presence at the UN Framework Convention on Climate Change Conference of Parties, or this COP meeting, demonstrating the, that religious and spiritual communities are essential to the fight against climate change and to achieving the Sustainable Development Goals and the goals of the Paris Agreement. The Sustainable Development Goals, again, that's the socialistic blueprint of the United Nations to govern the planet. You understand, they're creating a world governing body here, and they're using the religions. Revelation 13 tells us this is what's going to happen. They will weaponize the religions of the world to push their false narratives to create, uh, to get the world to, to comply with the edicts of the world governing body. We're watching the ongoing fulfillment of this in 2023. And it's certainly something which you'll be watching in 2024, right? Folks, we're right on the, on, the, on the precipice of the coming of the second coming of Jesus Christ. And we're right there. You say, well, Dave, we could have 10 years left. Who cares? That's, that'll go like that. 2023, it seems like just started yesterday for me. I don't know how it was for you. But folks, these years are clipping off like this. And so, I mean, man, when I was 45, that didn't seem that long ago. And now I'm 55. And everything's just flying. It could be seven years. It could be 10 years. I don't know how long it's going to be before Jesus Christ comes back. But it's not going to be that, that far away. Not with everything coming down like a giant funnel right now. Everything culminating at the same time. Listen at this next one. The gay agenda. The LGBTQ agenda in 2023. Say, where's that prophesied in the Bible? The Bible says, likewise, as it was in the days of Lot, they, in the days of Sodom, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted and they builded. But the day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. 
even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. So, the Bible says that the sins that were prevalent, the society that was prevalent in Sodom and Gomorrah, when Lot was taken up out of there, it was so bad that God was forced to pour His judgment on that. The Bible says that's the way it's going to be at the time, just prior to the, leading up to the second coming of Jesus Christ. Well, that's uh, Luke chapter 17, verse 28 through 30. Is it that way in society now? Well, absolutely. I mean, the um, same-sex marriage was legalized in all 50 states under the Obama administration back in 2015. Well, since then, I mean, it's just been a flood of just, you know, people, these people, uh, they're, they're, you know, male and male getting married, two females getting married. They're just trying to, with all these anti-discrimination laws and things, uh, to try to add sexual, um, the LGBTQ community into that stuff to be protected because somebody chooses to live a certain way. So here's what's happened 2023. So just, I'm hitting the highlights. There's no way I could go through all of it, you guys. But a Pride Month celebration on the White House South Lawn. Get this. President Biden welcomed hundreds to the White House on, back in um, June for a delayed Pride Month celebration. The event, which, was, which the administration described as the largest Pride event ever hosted at the White House, was intended to show LGBTQ plus people that his administration has their back at a time when proponents are warning uh, of a, an upturn of discriminatory legislation sweeping through state houses. The president said at the celebration, so today I want to send a message to the entire LGBTQ community, especially to transgender children. You are loved. You are heard. You are understood. And you belong. That was President Biden's message, and I was quoting there, to trans, even transgender children. Well, I can tell you, if you're a quote-unquote transgender child, or, or if you're a child who is a boy that has somehow been led to believe that you're a female, you are loved. God loves you. We love you. And you, you don't have to be led astray like that. You can know the truth. And the Bible says the truth will set you free. You're either born a male or a female. You can't change that when you get 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, even 70 years old. And so, yes, you are loved, but we love you for who you are, not who you identify as. You understand? So, be proud of who you are. Be comfortable in your own skin. And everything's going to be all right. Pope Francis, another one. He, auth he just authorized priests to perform blessings for same-sex couples in a historic move. This is 2023, guys. This is what we're talking about. In a historic move, falling just short of endorsing same-sex marriages. The Vatican's doctrine office issued a document stating that while marriage remains between a man and a woman, priests should not deny blessings to same-sex couples as long as the rituals don't resemble marriage ceremonies. And while the Vatican maintains its opposition to same-sex marriage, 
the move is considered by a positive move um, by some of the LGBTQ plus community and signifies a potential shift in the church's approach to such relationships. Wow. That's, uh, I mean, come on. You got the head of the Catholic Church approving same-sex marriages, or I'm sorry, I, I, I made a mistake, not same-sex marriages, approving, blessing, same-sex relationships, and now a lot of people are saying it's a step in him approving same-sex marriages, but he hasn't done that yet, so I misspoke there. But same-sex relationships, approving for the priest to bless those. Now, wow, I mean, uh, come on. Uh, what do you think about that? Uh, that's not something I could be a part of. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you're, you're moving into uh, areas that are just absolutely diametrically opposed to the Word of God. And yeah, an individual, those people, and in in, in people that have chosen to live in those relationships, the Apostle Paul dealt with that in um, 1 Corinthians. And he said, hey, don't you know that people that are homosexuals, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. But then he says, such were some of you. They had people in the church in Corinth that had been, lived in those lifestyles and come out of that. The Apostle Paul said, such were some of you, but now you've been washed and made white in the blood of Jesus Christ. You've applied that blood to your life. You've been born again. You've been saved out of that. But the ones that are still living in those lifestyles, you can't bless those relationships. The Bible also talks about um, all liars shall have their part in the lake of fire. I don't hate the liar. I love the liar, and I would teach a liar a Bible study. But I cannot tell you, I cannot bless you and say, go on and continue lying. Uh, you'll make it into heaven somehow, some way. That's diametrically opposed to the Word of God. So for me to, to as let's say um, I'm a minister, but let's say I was a priest, and for the Pope to say, you can bless same-sex relationships, in essence you're saying, I bless this relationship, and you can somehow still make it to heaven. You absolutely cannot say that. That's against, that's diametrically opposed to the Word of God. Folks, the Bible said it would be this way just prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ. <sighs> when I was a kid, I never thought we'd get to this point. But wow, I've seen some things. Just when I think I can't get shocked again, I get shocked again. Just when I think I, I, it can't get any worse than this, it gets worse. I'm, I'm thanking God that in the midst of all this, we can still have revival where sin doth abound, grace doth much more abound. But folks, we've got to teach the truth. People that are not in the truth, they're in bondage. The Bible says, you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. So, blessing a liar or an adulterer or anybody like that. You can love them and teach them a Bible study and try to get them to be born again and, and, and change their life, but you can't bless those, a relationship like that and say, well, God's blessing this relationship. God's not blessing that relationship. God, God came to save people out of that stuff. <sighs> Man. Okay. Mark of the Beast in 2023. Now, I could go through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of articles. I'm not going to have time. 
I picked a few that I wanted to show you kind of what's going on. But again, while I'm going through 2023, these are still things we've got to watch in 2024. If you don't understand the prophecies of the Bible, I would recommend you get our new DVD set, understand the end time, understand the end time. The book that we wrote and put out this year is still brand new. Uh, just came out a few months ago. And I don't, man, I honestly don't know how many. They, we've had them flying off the shelves. We've had to reorder and reorder and reorder because people want to know and understand these prophecies. If you're, if you're going through life without understanding these things, you're, you're walking in a fog. You're just trying to feel your way. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm just trying, I'm in the dark here. Well, what if somebody come through and flipped a light on and you say, oh my goodness, I was about to step in a giant pothole, okay? That's what's really going on with the prophecies of the Bible. It helps prepare you mentally and physically for the times just ahead, spiritually for eternity. Okay, moving on. Uh, and it, it, it really helps. You say, how can it prepare me spiritually for eternity? Because it'll build your faith in the Word of God. That is the only book that has the words to eternal life. Okay, let's go to the next one. Mark of the Beast. Um, so the prophecy. You guys know that you could quote it as well as I can. Revelation 13, verse 16 uh, we'll go down through 17. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand or in their forehead, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Uh, verse 18, here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it's the number of a man. And his number is 603 score and 6, 666. So what does that mean? Well, the, the use of a mark to control buying and selling worldwide, well, it's actually now practical and achievable. Tracking and surveillance technology and political regulation expanded in 2023 to the point where the literal fulfillment of the 666 prophecy, it, we, we could usher that in pretty quick. Now, it's not here yet, but we'll see it over the next few years. And it, the, the system has got to be established so the Antichrist can use this system to administer it. So, just look around. You'll see uh, electronic connectivity on every side. Let's go digital. Let's go digital. Digitally enslaved society. It's illustrated by the identification and surveillance technologies already permeating our daily lives. Think about that. They're already setting up the system to be able to get everybody connected digitally so that way if you don't comply to the edicts of the world governing body they can cut your ability off to function in society that's where all of it is that's where we're headed you can see it we'll get deep off into this when we get back from the break and continue on with 2023 a voice spoke to me and said i've got something i want to show you i was so sure god had talked to me and I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. 
now streaming on Endtime Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 Endtime. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself. You are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is. That's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. Think about how they're connecting you digitally to the system. Smartphones, iPads, laptops, virtual reality headsets, um, fitness trackers, dash cams, dozens of other personal electronic devices. They link virtually everyone to multiple individuals, organizations, businesses, institutions, and a myriad of other internet of things these instruments, sensors, and appliances. I mean, just think about this. Such, of a, such a network will be easily directed by those who run the system. The Bible foretells that in the end times, just such this pervasive ID and control system will be commanded by this beastly dictator called the Antichrist. The system is being set up as we speak. Digital dollars, think about their frightening implications. The Bank for International Settlements has said that 90% of central banks are looking to establish central bank digital currencies. And that effort is increasing more and more as we go along. According to Professor Richard Werner, all citizens could be implanted with a CBDC microchip to enable full participation in society. During an interview he posted back in July, he's a German economist and he speculated on the possibility of digital currencies someday being implanted into people's hands. According to Professor Werner, in the very near future, citizens will need to use the latest technology, such as a CBDC chip implant, to access their bank accounts and do basic things, such as purchase food and water. Think about that. Uh, let me see. Where have I heard that before? Oh, yeah. Revelation 13, 16 through 18. Everyone, think of it, everybody. <clears throat> Everyone's going to be given their own unique identification number without which it's going to allow them to function in society. Those who will not participate in the system, they're going to have their number invalidated, leaving them unable to buy or sell. Even though the prophesied timing of this system is a few years away, you can't in, you know, implement the mark of the beast until the beast is here, we're watching the ongoing establishment of this structure right now. Cashless societies, microchips, central bank digital currencies, National ID cards, those are just a few examples globally where unique identification numbers are used to control people. Look for these continued efforts to 
of control to intensify throughout 2024. Next one. World War III is now closer than ever. You know the prophecy, Revelation chapter 9, verse 13 through 16. And the sixth angel sounded. I heard the voice of the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, uh, which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels bound in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour, a day, a month, and a year, for to slay the third part of all of mankind. And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000, or a 200 million man army, and I heard the number of them. So the sixth trumpet prophecy, it foretells of increasing unrest and hostilities in the Middle East, the area that the Bible prophesies to be the origin of the Euphrates River War that will kill one-third of mankind. Well, boy, have we heard of wars and rumors of wars lately. 2023, I mean, you know, we appear to be closer to a World War III than we have ever been, especially since the Cold War. The Russian invasion of Ukraine back in 2022, the Israel-Hamas conflict, along with the rising tensions between um, the United States and China. These are potential flashpoints for a, a third world war. The, the Ukraine war, now in its 21st month, they've killed or wounded hundreds of thousands and destroyed vast Ukrainian territories. And it has also set off the deepest crisis in Moscow's relations to, with the West since the, what, the, probably the 62 Cuban Missile Crisis. Another intense conflict, the fiercest since the Yom Kippur War, began on the morning of October 7th. I was there with a barrage of over 5,000 rockets launched from the Gaza Strip against Israel. Uh, there was uh, around 3,000 Palestinian militants. They breached the Gaza-Israel barrier, killed civilians in over a dozen massacres and setting fires to their homes. Israeli military forces retaliated with sizable strikes against Hamas, targets in the Gaza Strip, and a subsequent air, land, and sea invasion of Gaza. And by the end of um, October, there were more than 1,500 Israelis and more than 8,000 Palestinians have been killed, including more than 3,000 children, while over 230 Israelis and foreign nationals remain captured or taken hostage. So, October 7th, the Hamas attack on Israel was the largest terror attack in Israel's history that was the most Jews killed in one day since the Holocaust. And the Iran-backed Houthis also down in um, south of Saudi Arabia in Yemen, they have attacked or seized a dozen ships with missiles and drones since uh, November 19th. They're trying to inflict an international cost over Israel's campaign. And so the navies, because of that, the navies of the United States, Britain and France and others, uh, but those three have shot down Houthi-launched drones or missiles uh, in the Red Sea and or some that were headed towards Israel. And U.S. President Joe Biden, he hoped to present a, a firm international response to Yemen's Houthi's uh, attacks on the Red Sea shipping by launching a new maritime force. But a week after its launch, many allies, they don't want to be associated with it publicly or at all even. So two of America's European allies who were listed as contributors to Operation Prosperity Guardian, Italy and Spain, they issued statements appearing to distance themselves from that maritime force. 
And then, of course, many of you may have read the article in Newsmax with um, Alan Dershowitz. He said that Iran has declared war on the United States. Now, all of this could lead to World War III, you understand. This is the, the, the Euphrates River region, Turkey, Syria, Iraq, and Iran. Those are the four nations housing the Euphrates River. Iran is the backer of all this. Alan Dershowitz, um, he argues that Iran is engaged in a deliberate act of war against the United States through all of these numerous attacks on U.S. bases and personnel by Iranian-backed surrogates. And he contends that the United States and Israel are now justified under the laws of war to plan a joint attack on Iran's nuclear capability, and he emphasizes the need to prevent Iran from acquiring nuclear weapons. Imagine the number one state sponsor of terrorism on the planet getting nuclear weapons. And they're almost to the point where they can acquire them. Imagine if they had dirty bombs and all this other stuff that they could set off in the United States and Israel. Well, we can't allow that to happen. And <clears throat> many people believe that we're already in World War III and it's just not escalated to the point where it could lead to mass casualties. Folks, this Middle East situation, is it's not going away tomorrow. I just talked to one of my colleagues in Israel, and he says, I'm hope he, he went into Jordan and got out, and he says, I'm hoping to be able to get back in there by the end of January, um, because he said things are still shut down. He's going to try to get out on El Al and get back in there uh, to do some things, but um, many of his efforts there have been really come to a halt because a lot of stuff is still shut down because this war is just ongoing, ongoing, and ongoing. Also, the one world government, efforts to establish that. Um, so 650 years before John wrote the book of Revelation, Daniel was given a vision of four beasts that represented kingdoms or nations that would exist at the time of the second coming. Those four beasts in Daniel 7 and the modern nations they symbolize are a lion with eagle's wings, Great Britain, the United States, a bear, Russia, four-headed leopard, Germany, and a ten-horned beast, the reborn Holy Roman Empire or the current European Union. When you go back to Revelation, um, John used the same symbols of nations to describe the end-time world government. In John's account, the four separate nations in Daniel 7 have federalized into one large global governing body. Uh, if you look at the interpretation, it would say, um, John said, and I stood up on the sand of the sea, and I saw a singular beast, not four beasts, but a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns, the European Union, ten crowns. Upon his heads, the name of blasphemy. The beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, Germany. Feet is the feet of the bear, Russia. Mouth is the mouth of the lion, Great Britain. The dragon, Satan, gave him his power, seat, and great authority. That's Revelation 13, 1 and 2. Folks, that is the prophecy of a 2,000-year-old um, prophecy of a world government that is currently being established. Now, I, again, I could go through hundreds of articles showing you how this is happening as we speak throughout 2023. But there's, a, um, there's one article I wanted to cover, something we certainly need to watch, about the World Health Organization, and it's setting the stage for a one-world government. Many of you know that former U.S. Congresswoman and a, a, potentially a, a presidential candidate, 
uh, at some point uh, in the past or in the future. Michelle Bachman, she informed a, a radio audience um, in April that the Biden administration is now seeking to give broad authority to the World Health Organization, giving it a platform for global governance that would allow it to make binding health care decisions for the United States. During the COVID-19 pandemic lockdowns, national emergency status had been given sweeping powers to the government. So they, they stated, we're just coming out of three years of being under emergency power. We know what it's like and where we lose some of the most basic civil rights that we ever had, that's what's at stake here. Now, Bachman told a radio host that back in, uh, her name was um, Jan Markle. She's the founder of Olive Tree Ministries. So Bachman warned that agreeing to the stipulations of this pandemic treaty would change the role of the World Health Organization from merely an advisory board to one empowered to declare emergency status for 194 nations on Earth. And all this is, the World, Economic, or the World Health Organization is just an arm of the world government that's being created. Imagine them being able to declare a health emergency status for the entire planet. Okay, man, my time has come out, you guys. It's, it, I've got less than a minute left, but these are all, all of these prophecies are things that we've watched come to pass are actually being the ongoing fulfillment of them in 2023 and certainly things we, we should be watching for and will be watching for in 2024. There are hundreds of others. I had to call out so many articles today because I simply didn't have time. But End Time Ministries will be keeping you abreast of the situation, all of these situations throughout 2024. If you have considered giving an end of the year donation, please consider giving that to End, end Time Ministries. It's a tax deductible donation. Many of you will give over the next couple days. Consider End Time Ministries and those efforts for reaching people all over the world. God bless.